you've been listening to this podcast, you know how much we love talking about skincare. So we had to dedicate an entire episode to it. And when Allie says we, she means just herself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, last week we talked about hair. We're moving on to skin. Yeah. So first of all, I would like to apologize because last week – my microphone situation was really messed up. And I like listening back to last week's episode. I love the episode Sarah K, but it, my sound made me actually angry because I was missing my cord to my microphone. I'd use my AirPods. And then this week, I also am going to have to ask for forgiveness because I was not present for the interview with Kendall, which I'm really sad about. So it's actually going to be interesting because when I listen back to this episode with you guys, when you guys are listening to it, it'll be the first time that I hear the interview as well. You're really slacking. Yeah. So <laughs> I've had like the craziest week ever, but don't worry. Do not fear. I'm with you guys for the intro today. And shout out to Allie for carrying the team on her back for the interview. <laughs> You're lucky it's a topic that I love. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you had no no problems talking it up with Kindle about skincare. Oh, yeah. Favorite so, topic. Yeah. Uh, we missed you, but I yeah. had it. It's fine. Um, how was you, your trip yeah. to Kauai? Yeah. So the reason why I was not present for the interview this week is because I have been all over God's green Hawaii Little Earth the past few days. We went to Kauai on Thursday, um, and it was so fun. It was literally like an adult spring break. Like I felt like I was on spring break in college, but like a little bit less ratchet um, and also in Kauai. So it was really fun. It was like five girls, six or six girls, five guys. We had this huge Airbnb. It was so much fun. Kind of ended up coming. That's why I missed the interview today. Kind of take him to the airport. But yeah, Kynan came and kind of it was kind of a surprise um, visit. He just showed up in Kauai which was really fun. And yeah, it was just like the biggest, best time. It was actually so interesting because I know that I talked about going to Kauai with mom and dad, but going with like friends, it was like a whole different trip. Like we saw so many different things I'd never seen before. Yeah, what did y'all do that was different? We did, let's see, we did this thing called the Queen's Bath, which is where the royals used to bathe on the island. And it was like basically like bath in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like going different beaches. Yeah, I would love a bath moment. And yeah, just going to different beaches and it being more of like, you know, it was kind of like more like fun party vibes than like with mom and dad. It was more like chill, wholesome vibes. But um, yeah. yeah, it was really fun. So got home from that today or got home, got home from Kauai yesterday. We literally flew home in our swimsuits. Like we were at the beach and we didn't want to leave. So we were running so late. We showed up to the airport in, in bikinis and cover ups and flew back to Oahu yesterday and then ate dinner at three and went to sleep. So Wow. Anyways, yeah, big time was had. How was your Sounds weekend? Like it. it was good. Um, I actually had a pretty packed weekend. I went to an art crawl on Friday with some friends, which was really fun, and ended up going out until two thirty. I don't remember the last time I was out until two thirty. What? Um, I know Did it you was eat fun McDonald's? though. No, Did I you didn't. Eat McDonald's? No, <laughs> I promise. Anyway, so Leon Bridges was playing a show at Ascend, um, which is an amphitheater here in Nashville. And then after the show, he had an after party at this cool hotel called The Dive. It's an old school motel. Um, it's very like 70s themed. There's a pool. It's it's really cool. It's a, it's a vibe for sure. 
Um, and the after party was there and it was a lot of fun. So it was definitely worth the 2.30 a.m. Um, bedtime. But after that, Saturday, I did a big pool day with some friends and that was really fun. It was supposed to rain all day, but we had beautiful weather all weekend. So that was great. And then Saturday night, Viv, my roommate and I, we just had, we had some friends stop by on the way for dinner for cocktails outside of our house. The weather has just been so nice and beautiful here. So yeah, it's, it's nice that we're getting to hang, spend some time outside. We've worked a lot on our flowers in the back. And so yeah, that was nice. And we ended up staying in. We just picked up sushi and watched a movie. And then Sunday, we volunteered with my friend Natalie's charity. It's called the Aloe Family. We helped pack groceries and deliver them. So it was a good kind of Sunday perspective check. And I'm really, I'm really glad that we did that. That's really fun. Yeah, that sounds a lot more wholesome than what I was doing this weekend. But <laughs> same thing, like Kauai is a really rainy island. Like it's known for being really rainy. And when mom and dad and I were there, it was sunny one day, but pretty like rainy and cloudy the rest of the time. And the, the like three days we were there was just like so sunny and beautiful and like amazing. Yeah, I never felt, trust the weather up. It's always wrong. Yeah. You know, you're just like living in those moments. You're like, wow, this is, I know this is like one of my peak moments in Hawaii. Like that's how I felt about the trip to Kauai. I was like, this is just like such a fun, amazing time. And I was having like the post-trip sadness today, even though I know I'm in Hawaii right now and I'm in Oahu, but like I was, I dropped off kind of the airport, which already is like pretty annoying and sad. No, I didn't cry because I didn't cry because y'all, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but Ali does. I literally hate telling people bye. Like, I would rather just sneak attack by, like, Irish goodnight, everyone. I hate telling people bye. Like, I just would rather. I think, than, I think like, it's Irish goodbye, it. not Irish goodnight. Really? Yeah, it's. I, I always say Irish, Irish goodnight. No, it's I'm pretty definitely sure it's Irish good. No, definitely look it up. Irish goodbye. You look it up. I'll look it up. Irish goodnight. It's Irish it's goodbye. Same, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Let me look it up. Irish good night. It's Irish okay, so all night. I'm seeing is Irish. <laughs> all I'm seeing is Irish good night prayer. Yeah. Um, you've been saying it wrong your whole life. Okay. Anyways, well, I would rather Irish goodbye everyone than say bye. But actually, I wasn't sad when he left today because I didn't even expect you to see him at all. And y'all, I had a full on meltdown, like on, I think this was Wednesday night, I called Sweet Kynan, who's currently training for like a world championship fight. And I cried for one hour and like 20 something minutes, just cried. I was like, why? Because I was like frustrated because like I I wasn't able to come to California this month and he couldn't come here because he was training and I didn't think I was going to get to see him for like a really long time. And I'm just so dramatic and emotional anyways. And then this man just rolls up to Kauai and I was like, beautifully done. Oh, beautifully done. So sweet. Yeah. So, so are um, y'all dating? Are you dating? I don't know. I mean, oh I call God. him my boyfriend. So I call Okay. Him so you're dating. You're dating. You have a boyfriend. Sure. Sure. I guess. You have to say it with confidence. Yes or no. I don't know. Gun to your head, yes or no. Um yeah. Gun to my head, I would say yes. The only issue okay. Oh, also, also, hi the week. We got to tell everyone about moving to Italy this week, which was really fun. But that's where it comes into question about my relationship status because I am 
about to move very, very far away. And it's actually so crazy because when I met Kynan in Hawaii, you had just been here and we just started talking about moving to Italy. And it's like I already live kind of far away from him and now we're moving even further away. But also – Well, the good news is that he travels all over the world to do jujitsu. So – yeah. Exactly. I think it's fine. So, yeah. Um, so, I've had a lot of people talk to me about the hair episode and how since they've had COVID, their hair has been thinning and breaking easily. I guess that's a thing. I've actually heard that too from a lot of people and seen that on TikTok, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't even realize that was a thing. I couldn't even tell you if I have experienced that just because I have had extensions <laughs> in the whole time, so I'm not really quite sure. But I've seen people on t- on TikTok and like birth control and stuff thinning out their hair. Yeah, like just well, crazy. My extensions are going strong. They're a little whack right now, but um, I literally I've had, had a hair. Mask. I've had my hair in a high pony all day, and so I have like it's a little sore. My hair, like in Kauai, I'm like pretty sure that I fumbled the ball and I got all these like little travel size toiletry containers and I'm pretty sure that I filled them all with shampoo because my hair was like there was no conditioner to be found. Like my hair was so hard. I had to put a hair mask in for like 24 hours and and just wash it out. So that's why it's a little greasy right now. But, you know, when you're on a trip, you just don't have all of your your products and your things and you're just kind of (laughs) like. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of products, Kendall shares so many good ones in this episode. I could have talked to her about it all day long. As yeah, you know. maybe this was even a good episode for me to. Be yeah, yeah. For so I'm, that you could just. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that I had this one solo because I had lots of questions. Yeah, Allie is a skincare fanatic. I would say I am as well. Like I value skincare. I just don't like. I guess I just like have the products that I like, and I just really don't waver from that. Really. Like, I think I've only had, like, four facials in my life. Yeah. Well, once you listen to the episode, you'll realize that your products are, like, workouts. You have to switch it up. You can't let your skin get used to things. Perfect. I've been using the same thing since fifth grade, so (laughs) awesome. The face of Ronan Fields. Perfect. (laughs) I know. If Ronan and Fields need an influencer, they should hit me – hit my line. I'm surprised they haven't already. I really – okay, well – since becoming like a quote unquote influencer person, I would say that my skincare has switched up because I use a lot of products that get sent to me. Yeah, like that's true. I have my core products are Rodan and Field always till I die. However, I have like some extra stuff, like little good things here and there that I use that like brands send to me. And so I would say that's probably like when I switch it up. A little bit. I am like, I will try anything and everything skincare. I remember during COVID, I had that mask that looked like a stormtrooper from oh, Star Wars. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> my God. I literally saw a TikTok this week of some girl who burnt her face severely what? because of those masks. Yeah, like she was using that mask and I don't know what the hell happened, but she had literally like third degree burns all over her face from those little light light up masks did she like fall asleep in it if she like fell in some water or what really (laughs) happened but that girl sizzled her face off because of those little masks so i'll have to do some recon and find that not to freak y'all out if you guys use those little light light up led masks but she sees that every day yeah 
Anyways. Well, um, I was listening to this podcast today with um, the Skinny Confidential. They interviewed Kathleen Jennings, who is like one of my favorite beauty influencers. And she was talking about masking and how we should be like normalized wearing masks in public. <laughs> and she like goes and like talks to her kids' teachers in masks and like goes to the grocery store in them. I'm like, what? That's a whole <laughs> nother level. Like I will not be leaving the house in my face mask. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I look so scary in the face house. Also, you know what I think is not talked about enough is how much boys like face masks and skincare. Yeah. And I like I I don't want to put anyone on the spot here, but I every single boy I've ever liked in my life has opted in willingly to do skincare and face mask at night. It's like they live they love it. And actually Austin, my best friend, he set up Kynan on this full skincare regimen because he had never owned face wash. He had uh, never what did owned you set him up on a, a regimen. Regimen. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, what is it? Regimen. <laughs> regimen. That's something in what the is army. Regimen. Regimen. No, not regimen. 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 <laughs> No, I like regiment. All right, you do. I don't like regiment. Anyways, Austin Newcomb, my soulmate, set up Kynan on a skincare regimen. And it was so cute because he was here and he had his little toiletry bag and all of his little products that Austin recommended in his bag. And it was like, it was like three or four products. And he like said that his skin's never felt better. And oh, it was I just cute. That. But, like, a lot of boys literally, like, straight up do not wash their faces at all. Like, how is that even possible? I boys don't, don't have it. to do anything. Like, they yeah. do nothing. And honestly, like, the least the least they could do is work out and, like, look good. Because they don't have to have kids. They don't have to get waxes. They don't have to do much for their skin. They don't have to get their hair highlighted every eight weeks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, when do you wash your face? And he was like, uh, just, you know, in the shower when I wash my body with water. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so now he has all these products and it's so funny. And it's – I feel like boys need more – like, I think that there needs to be a, a guy. A skincare influencer. Yeah, yeah, Tell definitely. Austin he should be a beauty influencer. I literally have told men. him a million times. He's – I yeah. I Speaking of showering and products and stuff – Wynn came over for dinner last night and I tricked him into feeding him, but then I made him do some work for me. He (laughs) switched out my, um, the water filter in my shower and the water in the shower head. And I got this new one that is like really, really good for hair and skin. So I'm really excited to see. Are there beads in it? Are there little beads in it? Like wooden beads in the shower head? Mm, I don't think so. It filters through your water. I don't know. I've seen these like shower heads with these like, eucalyptus beads and the water shoots through that before it comes out of the the holes no it goes through a filtered system and then the shower head is also filtered but nashville has notoriously bad water like for your Mm -hmm. hair super drying and so my friend blake actually told me about this a long time ago and he has like luscious curly long hair he does Um, have good hair yeah and so i'm excited to try it i'll keep you posted on the results yeah well, I'm officially – I'm looking at my calendar right now because I was just talking to dad on the phone. I'm officially 15 days away from moving home. Wow. Ooh, wait, I, maybe 14. Two weeks. Um, 
I was just talking about that with dad on the phone though today and how crazy that is. I'm going to be heading home very soon. I literally was like telling kind of like, this is the last time you're ever going to see this apartment. And he was like, you're not going to see it much longer either. I was like, oh, pain. But yeah, um, getting close to the new end, chapter. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, new chapter. Really excited about the Italy move. I think we're going to do an episode about that next week. So that'll be fun to get to talk to you guys about that more. But yeah, yeah things are winding down and um, it just feels kind of crazy. So I think you told me your high and what you're excited about. What was your low? Um, I would probably say my low of the week was just like that hour-long meltdown I had to kind of that, which then prompted my high because then he came here. So, you know, sometimes your lows equal high. There you uh, go. I'm just like such a crier person. Like I literally cry like probably three times a week. So it's just if someone catches me. Yeah, if someone catches me in a time where I feel like I need to cry, it's just going to all come out and it's just not going to be good. So it's good to release. Yeah, it's good to release. I also have no shame crying in public. Like when I really feel like I need to just like you let really out some, don't. I really don't. Like I don't care. I don't care where I am. I will just let it. I will unhinge myself because if it needs to come out, it needs to come out. And if you hold it in, it's going to come out at a terrible worst time and it's going to be really bad and maybe like hurt other people in the process. So like, it's crazy. If I feel the need to cry in Hawaii, I just put my AirPods in and I listen to sad music and I just walk around our neighborhood and weep. <laughs> Why do you listen to sad music and cry? That is so emo. <laughs> it just makes, you know, it makes you feel better. Why don't you listen to happy music? It's depressing. It's hard to cry to happy music. I, yeah. I get what you're saying, though. Like, sometimes you just need to cry. Like, this is probably my low of the week, but I was, for some reason, getting my nails done, which is so strange that I felt this way. And I was just, like, sad. I don't know why. I just – I've never been sad getting my nails done, but I was really sad. And it wasn't oh, the I fact have. that I was getting my nails – yeah, I know you have. It wasn't that. It was just, like, you know, sometimes you just have a sad mood and you don't really know why. You can't explain it. You probably just needed to cry. Yeah, I guess so. And I think it has something to do with your cycle. Like, even if you don't have a period every month, like, you can still have, like, a hormonal cycle. And <laughs> what are you laughing yeah, at? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking the same thing because Perry and I, neither of us really, like, have a have a period. But almost every day of the month, we're like, oh, it must be on my period. I'm starving. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> must be t- <laughs> must be time. Like, I literally am crying and I just can't stop eating. And then I'm like, I looked at Perry the other day. I was like, Perry. You think it's concerning <laughs> this is every day of the month? <laughs> like, this is every single week that we feel this way. Like, we're starving and we want to cry. Like, I think it's just life. I don't know. How can you want to cry every day? You're literally in the sun every day. No, I know. It just feels good to cry. Like, it just feels good. It's just like a release of a lot of emotions. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Oh, now it's pouring rain in Hawaii. The sky is crying. I told. Go with your depressing conversation. Yeah, this this intro is all over the place. <laughs> it's just been a ride. <laughs> all right, let me get us back on track. So that was my low. Did I say my high? I think my high was, oh, I went to a really cool outdoor um, meditation tonight. Allie, Allie almost <laughs> burnt down her house. <laughs> oh, that was a low. <laughs> that was definitely a low. Andy, who we had on a couple of weeks ago talking about astrology, I did her um, new moon meditation circle. And it was really, really cool. She does it every month and it's free. Highly recommend doing it, but maybe do it differently than how I did it. So there's like a, 
a meditation and then there's breath work and then there's this practice where you write down what you want to leave behind and you burn it in a candle and then you drop it in a bowl of water. And so I'm like writing my things down burning them. And then all of a sudden, like I realized it was catching on fire like really quickly. And like before I could even get it in the water and then I would get it in the water, but it wouldn't go out because it would just be like on fire on top of the bowl. And so (laughs) it was really scary, but we, I didn't burn the house down. So hopefully I did, you know, burn the things I wanted to let go of. And I'm glad I did that in our house. So yeah, when you're trying to burn your grievances, maybe just do it in a more (laughs) controlled setting. I think I think my bowl was too small. I just had like one of those little McCarty bowls. I think I needed like a yeah, mixing bowl. Yeah, you need a big bowl. It was yeah, a small I remember bowl. we went to a party at I went with you. It was TK and Gio's Halloween party, and they had a full bowl um, at the Halloween party. You could burn all kinds of things. You write down and burn it. It is a satisfying feeling, but yeah, maybe do it in a better a better way. <laughs> I like I mean it's similar to what you were saying about crying like burning is a release and it felt really good to burn some shit. Yeah, there's I feel like there's a lot of ways to you know get out bad emotions. You can cry, you can go like they have the place here in Hawaii you just go break shit. Like it's just a room wow. and you just go break things. Like I need to look more into it cuz we've never gone but like they just give you like, you know, glass and plates and all oh. these things. And you just throw them at the wall and What's shatter it, it. I have no idea. Let me look it up. Yeah, I think release is such a interesting topic that's not talked about enough. Like you have to find ways to release things because if not, they just like fester inside of you. And like you said, you have a meltdown in public. It's called break in anger. Break in anger? Break in, break in anger. And it's literally like an LED light up room and you just go smash things interesting look look it's like shelves of glass and you just like take like baseball bats and break things wow so what do they do with all the broken shit these people are breaking a a printer it looks like (laughs) (laughs) with crowbars so do they just go find this stuff in the I don't know. Maybe the junk piles. I don't know. I just, I'm like not really an angry person. I'm more of like a emotional, like sad person. Like I don't really yeah. get super angry. I just get more like. Yeah. I never want to like throw cry. something, but I definitely, when I'm mad, I cry, which really makes me mad, honestly, because when I'm trying to like be angry at someone, they think I'm just like sad. It's like, no, I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you, but I'm crying. Yeah. But I'm crying. Yeah, no, I just, I'm the same way. I can't even have like serious conversations without crying, like even about happy things. Like I'm just like, <sighs> like I remember yeah. in school and stuff, like teachers would pull me aside, to, like talk to me about something. And it could be like, it could have been like them praising me. And I was like, get, I would like get so worked up about having me pulled to the side to have like a combo <laughs> that I would just cry. It's you were like, what such is a shy child. You did not want to play soccer. You would like hide. Yeah, I was a really shy child, which is really weird. I feel like I would not call myself shy. Also, another weird thing that happened today is that I was at Target today because I've been decorating this house on the North Shore um, in Oahu. And I was at Target getting some lamps and pillows because we're like finalizing everything. And I was at 24-Hour Fitness this morning with Kynan before he left. And I'm leaving Target and this a police officer is like, excuse me. 
excuse me. And I'm on the phone with dad. So I had my AirPods in and I was like, oh my God, dad, hold on. Like, I was like, I'm in trouble. And for some reason, I thought it was because I was eating an acai bowl. And I was like, maybe you're not supposed to be eating in Target. Like, that's the only thing I could think that I had done because the police officer was like, ma'am, ma'am. I like went over to him. I was like, sorry, like I couldn't hear. And he goes, oh, uh, I think I saw you at the gym today. My name is Josh, the police officer. And he's like fully trying to like flirt with me and dad's on the AirPods in my ears. Like, so it's like me, <laughs> it's me, the police officer trying to flirt and dad in my ear. And he's like, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, have a good day. Okay, bye. That's funny. I feel like this intro's been all over the place, but also me and Allie haven't talked in a couple of days. And this is just like what happens when we don't talk for a few days. I feel like we just have the most all over the place conversations. Okay, but circling back, going back to my high, um, I just went to a really cool meditation and tarot card reading. Why are you laughing? <laughs> just, I think you've had six highs. We keep going back to them. It's a different one every time. And they're all about woo-woo breath work. So it's like, okay, so my high was that I did a workshop. Okay, so my high was I did tarot card reading. Okay, so my high. Anyways, what's this one? Um, It was a – just a 30-minute meditation, and then she read Wait, tarot I'm cards. Wait, I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared of tarot cards. I don't um, know why. It's like, not like I've my always thing, been. But it was really good. She, um, You ask a question, and she like answered it and like read the cards. And But anyway, the thing I took away from it the most is she recommended a book to me called The Artist's Way. And this is the third time the book has been recommended to me in the past like three months. So I'm definitely excited to read that book now because I feel like I'm meant to read it. So if anybody well, would like I, to read along with me, I will be reading The Artist's Way. Um, okay, perfect. So I am actually scared of tarot cards um, because in <laughs> – What are you I doing think, with your hair right now? I'm just, sorry. Anyways. It looks like a little I'm rat spray. tail. <laughs> That's my natural <laughs> hair. Hush. Anyways uh, – so in September, I went to my Reiki girl named Cherie here in – no, I think this may have been October. No. Okay, yeah, I think September. September, I went to my Reiki girl, and she, like – we had such a good Reiki session, and it was so fun. And she afterwards was like, do you mind if I do a tarot card reading on you? Because, like, I really want to – like, your energy is really strong. I want to see what kind of, like, comes through. And I'm like, okay. So she has a tarot card reading. And at the time, I loved this boy at home that I like had left in Oxford when I moved to Hawaii. And this woman does a tarot card reading. And then she goes, you know what you need to do? You need to get in your car. You need to call him. <laughs> yeah. You need to tell him that you miss him. You need to tell him that you're thinking about him. <laughs> and you need to get in your car and call him. And I'm like, oh, my God, really? Like, you think I should call him? And <laughs> all of my friends are like, do not call him. I'm like, you think I should call him for real? She's like, yes, immediately. Like, it needs to be the first thing you do to get out. I go down to my car. It is the first thing I do. I get on the phone. I call this man. Does not answer. Leave him a voicemail. Hey, this is going to sound really weird, but I just felt like the need I should, like, I need to call you and just say, like, that I miss you. Uh, Why are it was you singing? A, the, <laughs> Did you say it was his voicemail? I don't know. That's probably why it's cancer. It was so weird. Like, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever done. I literally, I wish I could either one, smash his phone if the voicemail stolen it, but also <laughs> re listen to it because I kept being like, 
I know this sounds weird, but I just really had this feeling. It's like I was like being told to call you. Like, I'm sure it was so weird, like so weird. And anyways, he doesn't even call me back. He texts me. He's like, hey, sorry. I was at Chili's with the guys when you called (laughs) and left the voicemail. Um, But I'm doing great. I'm literally doing so awesome. Like, and it just like proceeds to me this novel about how well he's doing. Nothing about missing me. Nothing about wanting to talk to me. Never (laughs) called me back. So after that tarot card reading, I'm like, hell no, hell no, I'm not listening to this. Do you think that he played the voicemail for all of his friends? Probably. I'm sure he did. (laughs) It was so weird. Like, it was so weird of me to even do, like, to listen to this. Because she was so sure. Like, she was like, yeah, this is the love card. This is the miss you card. This is the death card. Like, he wants to die because he misses you so much. Did not get a lick of that. Did not get a lick of that from him. Not at all. And wow. yeah. So I ha- moral to the story, I haven't done tarot cards since then. But maybe she, maybe she just like got the wrong info. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not like my, <laughs> my thing that I'm like into, but she was doing it. So why not? Anyway. I see these TikToks and it's like, if you see this, this is a reading for you. No hashtags, no captions. This is for you. And it's like. Someone in your life misses you. I'm like, this is the same exact thing she told me. Scroll past. Done. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Um, yeah, the TikTok tarot readings are strange. Yeah. So if someone ever tells you to call someone that you previously liked and, like, leave them a really cryptic voicemail about how much you miss <laughs> them and stuff, maybe just, like, run that by a couple of your friends before you do that because – once I ran it by them, it was just too late. The damage had been done and the voicemail had been left. So, mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Um, all right. Yeah. Something. Did you say what you're excited about? I honestly don't know. I think I'm just excited about the next few weeks of Hawaii. And I'm excited that we get to start sharing more about our Italy move. And that's not like a secret anymore. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of it. We have like one of my best friends, Julia, just came back to the island. And oh, how's Julia? Good. She picked us up yesterday from the airport. She's so cute. And so I get to spend a like time with her the next few weeks. And yeah. So what about you? That. Um, Herbie's coming to town on Wednesday. So I'm excited about that. Herbie, welcome to town. <laughs> Are you delirious? Yes, actually I am. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I just spent, like, I just spent, like, four hours in the mall. I don't even know what I did there. I didn't buy anything. I only went to Target. <laughs> just, You're freaking me out. We're going to go ahead and end that right <laughs> there before Bird says something else weird. <laughs> okay. Um, well... Anyways. We are so excited to have Kendall Brown on today. Kendall is an esthetician at Carrie Hayes Aesthetics here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's my go-to for all my skincare and facial needs. It's a full-service medical skincare laboratory, and they just do amazing work. Carrie is is amazing. Her products are so good. Um, Everyone who has beautiful skin goes to Carrie Hayes. And um, and anyway, I've been going to Kendall for a couple of years now, and I just love her. She 
just such a light. She is beautiful on the inside out. She makes her clients feel beautiful. Um, and she's just so passionate for what she does. And so I was so honored to be able to talk to her today about all things beauty and skincare. Y'all don't miss me too much in this interview, but I'm so glad Allie could talk to Kendall. And we are so excited to welcome Kendall to Go Call Your Sister. God, well, I'm so glad that you're feeling better and that you were yeah, able girl. to do this. I've been dying to have you on since we started the podcast. Skincare is oh. one of my favorite things to talk about, beauty and skincare yeah. always. So um, when we wanted to do an episode about skincare, I was like, there's no one else we can have on besides Kendall. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. I love it. I'm super happy to be on it with you. Um, well, tell me a little bit about your journey and have you always been interested in skincare? How did you get into what you're doing today? Yeah. So, um, honestly, I grew up in a super small town in Northern California, so I didn't necessarily have access to a lot of things in skincare. Um, but I definitely had like spa days with my mom, you know, like those random, like green masks and stuff that you'd get at the grocery store. Um, and I remember a few occasions they would have, um, like some of our friends would host like a Mary Kay party. And I was pumped that we were getting facials when I was little. And, um, you know, and then I would say that I got a, like a little bit older. I really started to get into it. I moved to Nashville around like 19. Um, and I'd honestly say at like 23 or 24, um, I really started being uh, super interested in it and um, was kind of like, all right, like, what's my purpose in life? Like, you know, what am I, what am I here to do? Um, and, you know, I kind of started like playing with products, um, reading a ton of stuff, just kind of letting my mind wander. And I realized that um, this could kind of be my thing. So um, I toured the Aveda Institute uh, around that time. And um I just immediately felt at peace and was like, you know what, like, I feel like this is like, I don't know that there's anything better than making people feel beautiful or confident in their own skin. Like, that's literally the first thing that made me want to get into this. Um, my dad was a doctor and or, or a PA and um, I don't know, I just always was like fascinated by like helping people, but I wanted to find my own way to do it. Um, and then that's kind of how I like created my journey into medical aesthetics because I really wanted to be on like the side that was like knocking stuff out, you know? Mm -hmm. I so, love that. Here we are. I love that you <laughs> immediately felt that when you walked into a place. I think it's so important to check in with your body and your emotions when you're making decisions. So that's great. Oh, and it you're so in control if you just listen to yourself. It's wild. Yeah. And you have such a gift for it too. I mean, you're Thanks, so good girl. at skincare, but just like being in the room with you, you're so calming and you just feel at ease and you do make people truly feel so beautiful from the inside out because you are beautiful from the inside out. So oh, I just, so I love that about you. Aww. Well, tell us what are the top things that women in their twenties need to be doing to maintain young looking skin? Um, you know, so I would say this is definitely the time to kind of get on top of it, you know, and start thinking of stuff. Like, do you have to be extremely drastic? No, but do you need to, I would say getting in really good habits right now is really good, especially in those early twenties. Um, but even all the way through those upper twenties, that's when the skin's really going to start changing. Uh, you'll notice. <laughs> 
Um, yes. You know, people will kind of <laughs> notice that like, oh gosh, it's changing. Um, I'm about to be 33 and I definitely have had some changes in the last, you know, honestly, like five years or so with my skin. Um, and, um, you know, I think some of the most important things to remember are um, like, honestly, washing your face and washing it well. Uh, use a pre-cleanse first. Oil cuts oil. Just get that residue off. Um, you know, I'm assuming in the 20s, like that's when, you know, real social and going out and doing all the fun things. You know, it's just like that book, Girl, Wash Your Face, like literally wash your face and wash it well. Um, <laughs> and then um, sunscreen, too. Um, I see so many people still just baking out there, even though we know. Um, and there's just um, it's so imperative. I mean, it's not worth spending money on, you know, any of these products or doing any of these things if you're not protecting your face with the sunscreen daily. Um, so I would say that those are definitely, you know, just kind of in the, the easier things that uh, people need to, to do. Um, and then, you know, of course, getting into if, if they want a little bit more, you know, getting into possibly like using a light retinoid or, uh, you know, antioxidant stuff, because those are all um, that formulation of healthy, happy skin for sure. Yeah, it is crazy how your skin changes. Like I had the oiliest skin in my younger 20s and now it's dry. Oh, yeah. Completely yeah. did a 180. Yeah. And we just kind of have to like adapt and listen to it. Um, and that's the beauty of it. You know, it's just and it also might be seasons where things just feel a little different. Um, that's honestly why I love to touch base with people, at least seasonally, just to, you know, it's just it's just all about meeting yourself where you're at just in life, mm -hmm. you know. Um, same thing for skin. So, um, you know, just kind of being mindful and um, staying on top of it and, you know, asking advice, you know, if things are changing and stuff, that's really important. Yeah. Well, speaking of, um, can you, what are your recommended splurge products? And then what are your recommended save products? One thing that I love about Carrie Hayes is like when I go in, it's like you guys don't recommend only like the high-end products. You're like, here, you can try CeraVe and, you know, exactly. this works great. So it's high and low, which I appreciate. Right. Well, and again, like going to meeting people where they're at and stuff, we want everyone to to have that stuff. And, and that's the beauty of it. So what we've really found is, uh, in my opinion, um, Things that are, you know, now the, the type of things still matter, but the brands, you know, don't matter as much. Um, so like you mentioned, kind of CeraVe or Cetaphil um, cleansers, um, you know, it's kind of coming on the face and going off. So we really don't need to spend all of this money on a luxury cleanser, especially getting into stuff. If you're wanting to start building that up, you know, it's like if you feel like you want to do that at some point, you certainly can. But really, it's about just getting the skin clean um, and not stripping the skin, you know, so I, I do recommend just kind of like that creamy, gentle cleanser that keeps the pH nice and neutral. Um, and honestly, I think like the CeraVe hydrating cleanser, um, the Cetaphil one, I mean, all of those are great, you know, so if people have a preference, I definitely say, you know, get what cleanser you want. Um, also your night creams, some of them, especially for, you know, youngers. Um, a lot of it's used just to kind of hold those active ingredients in the skin. So, you know, just something thick and occlusive that's going to sit on top of the skin. Um, you know, you don't have to, you really don't have to splurge on that. Um, and you can even do little things like uh, put a little baking soda in with a cleanser, creamy cleanser, and sort of make your own scrub, you know. So it's like there's definitely things that you can um, save on. Uh, and as far as splurging, um, 
your active ingredients, as I kind of mentioned. Um, so, you know, if you're using any type of like acids to gently exfoliate the skin, um, antioxidants, which, um, you know, are going to protect that skin from free radicals. So things like vitamin C or uh, different powerhouses of antioxidants, they almost create a little face shield for us. So free radicals that are out in the pollution, um, honestly, the blue light from our cell phones and computers, recycled air, you know, things like that, they all kind of attach to our skin and break down our healthy cell structure. So vitamin C, you want to spend a little money on because you do want it to penetrate to the depth that it's supposed to and create almost that little shield on your skin. Um, and then same with retinol, you you want a good retinol, um, you know, just these active products, um, you want to make sure they're able to kind of penetrate to the depth that they need to. Uh, so they get to where they're going. So they do what they're supposed to do. You know, that just a lot of them have a bunch of like additives and things in it, you know, when it comes to active ingredients where you're not actually getting a dose that's doing much mm -hmm. for you. What are some of your favorite antioxidant products? Um, you know, I, I actually, the CEO Glow is not a bad product to start out with for kind of younger skin. Uh, that's like the Monday Sunday Riley. Riley. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, that's kind of nice just for someone wanting to go to, um, you know, Sephora or something. Um, I know that CeraVe does have a vitamin C as well um, from the drugstore. So that wouldn't be a bad way to get started. Um, but personally, I still think, you know, it's like when we're ready to kind of hit that big girl version. Um, I absolutely love, there's this company called Theraderm that I use a lot. Um, they don't have, you know, an obscene amount of products. They just do products really well. Um, and they have this serum called OPC. And it's actually not a vitamin C, but it's just a powerful blend of antioxidants. Sometimes vitamin Cs can be a little unstable um, depending on their form. Uh, so they can cause reactions and cause certain people to break out. Um, so something like OPC that doesn't actually have that vitamin C, but it still has those benefits is amazing. Um, people even with rosacea and stuff have um, used that, some of my clients. So I feel like it's very universal, um, great product. Um, I also really love the vitamin C from Revision Skincare. Uh, I just think mm -hmm. Revision makes so many good, good products. And um, that one. Yeah, their C plus cooking. It's so nice. Um, I often, I like to switch up my stuff because I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. It's like working out. You can't do the same exact exercise every single day and then expect not to plateau. We got to kind of excite that skin. So again, meeting us where we're at, a lot of times I like to use that revision one, you know, in the fall and winter when I need a little more moisture. And then I'll opt for more of like a serum, um, in the uh, summertime or like a CNE ferulic or something like that. Um, however, some people are a little sensitive to that. So, um, you know, getting started, if it's your first time, maybe it is a good idea to kind of start on that. We, we call them like teenage ingredients versus big girl ingredients, you know, kind of those drugstore uh, active ingredients, you know, you're getting a little bit to kind of build up that tolerance. Um, but if you think your skin can handle it or you've done it, you know, I definitely kind of go into that medical version. That's such a good point about switching up your skincare. I feel like you don't ever really hear that, but comparing yeah. it to like working out, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And it's just like little things. It's crazy just switching up a pad. I mean, and you can always go back is a thing. Like you can stop doing it for, you know, a couple months with another product and then go back to the other one. You know, it's just enough mm -hmm. of a break that you've excited that skin again um, and it's going to work a little harder for you. 
Yeah, I love that. So take take a little break from your your skincare products. Um, one more right. question about products. Let's talk retinol mm-hmm. for a second. What is yeah. it, and why should we be using it? So retinol is honestly the gold standard of anti aging and skincare. Um, what it does is it actually helps us create cellular turnover. So after the age of eighteen, we lose about a percent a year at which our cells turn over, which is terrifying. So I know. (laughs) So um, we need something that's going to go in there and kind of excite, um, excite those cells and turn them over. Um, You know, it's not even about being on the strongest version of a retinoid, which I think is what a lot of people's misconception is. It's just always like, oh, I can't use it. It's just it's summertime or I can't use it. It's uh, my skin gets too red and peely. You know, for me, you're using retinol completely wrong in that sense. The point of retinol is to stay present in your skin so it can just kind of turn those cells over naturally faster like it once did. So we want something that your skin can tolerate and be consistent with over something being too strong and you can use it like once a week. Um, I make this funny comparison. It's like, that's like working out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You might have the craziest workout ever, but then you're recovering and you're terrified to go back, you know? doing all of that, like, yeah, sure, you know, it might be good. But if you can find a class that you can do four times a week, that you might still have to work your way through it at first, you know, and, and still be a little sore and stuff. But what are you going to have better results in a month from right, like consistency over intensity. So it's it's all about that consistency and not getting too caught up on the intensity. Um, and then that being said, it's always so good to come in for a consultation or something because their retinols can be so incredibly overwhelming. Um, even with myself, when I was in skincare, it's like one day I just got it. But you know, you hear retinol, you hear tretinoin, you hear retronaldehyde. You know, there's so many different versions of it, and really, it goes retinol, retronaldehyde, tretinoin, or retinin A would be like your name brand of that. Um, and really, all it is is the buffering through the body. So it's almost like certain ones will like be a little bit more encapsulated so they will release slower which you know hence causing less of a reaction so that's always kind of a good guideline on how to start so when you see a retinoid in the drugstore that's not as strong as one you would get from your dermatologist right absolutely um the thing with drugstore retinoids um if you look at the back they probably say something like retinol palmitate or something um it is a tiny derivative of that. And that's that's the hard part about, um, you know, products and things because honestly, the FDA just, you can say if anything's natural, you can claim anything is anything with just the smallest dose. So, you know, that's where I like to help guide people, you know, so they're not wasting their money on something that's really nothing, you know? So, um, but there are some really good ones. You know, I have a lot of clients that I put on um, a VEN, um, which event is such a great line. It, it's for like sensitive skin and it's actually a retronaldehyde. So it's, you know, a little stronger than a normal retinoid, um, but it's so encapsulated. It just releases nice and slow through the body. Um, so a lot of people can build a tolerance to that, um, you know, or certain things like even going back to revision, like their DEJ night is lovely because it's got a 0.2 retinol in a, you know, in a cream. So again, you're kind of 
letting that kind of buffer and, um, you know, slowly release. It's like microdosing you throughout the night instead of all at once, mm-hmm. like a, a tretinoin would do. I love that microdose of skincare. That's yeah, great. that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So it's like we get what we need at the end. Yeah. What was the first brand? I've never heard of that. Of of event. Event. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it's E V I N. Um, it's A V E N E. Oh, oh, like the, the spray. spray water. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I use yes. that. Okay. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> so all of their products actually do have that thermal spring water in there too. So that just has all of those indigenous minerals to that river in France. And um, it's like in all of their products, it sort of has that soothing compound. So it makes it a very universal, like lovely brand. Um, yeah. I love the mist, the face yeah. mist. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a game changer. Um, and it's so, um, it's, it's very reasonable. Like it's, it's very yeah. good products for um, reasonable prices for, you know, the how good they are for sure. Like medical grade. So yeah, well, I've been using it. I guess I just never knew how to pronounce it. So yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, like going. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always, you never really know. Um, all right. So going a little further than products, talk to us about procedures and which ones are worth it. Sure. So um, obviously there's so many things. Um out there. Um, and I'm sure that's also, you know, pretty overwhelming. But um, what I was, you know, kind of thinking, especially for this, this age range, you know, 20s, 30s, um, microneedling is a great tool, especially if people suffered with any like acne scarring or anything like that. I have so many clients that were just had acne when they were younger. Um, and it's cleared up, you know, but they're just struggling with that scarring. Um, it also is going to penetrate a little deeper and kind of stimulate that collagen and elastin. So it will be super preventative, you know, just keeps the pores nice and tight, lifts the skin, stimulates collagen and elastin. Um, I usually prefer it with um, either PRP, uh, which is platelet-rich plasma, which is actually your own blood drawn out and spun. And then it's like all the good parts of your blood are then needled back into your face. Yeah, it's so good. Um, And then there is another thing that um, we've been doing a lot that is even um, almost like PRP on steroids and it's, they're called exosomes and um, it's almost like a stem cell, but then with a ton of like vitamins and things like attached to it. So it, it just heals the skin and, you know, kind of gives the skin what it needs. So it just like exacerbates the process as well. Um, and that's even more pure because, you know, PRP is our, our own blood and, we can, you know, hopefully it's, it's all great and perfect. It's definitely spinning out the good parts, but that is, you know, kind of when you get into sort of that medical, they've sort of figured out how to take the best of, of all worlds and do that. So I usually like to add something like that in, but you know, it can be done with just like a hyaluronic acid or something, you know, something for a slip. Um, and it's still going to go so much deeper than anything you're doing to, you know, stimulate that collagen and elastin. Um, and the other procedure um, that I kind of had in mind, you know, light lasers are never a bad idea. Clear and Brilliant is a really lovely laser that I noticed kind of a lot of, of people in that that age range love to do as well. Um, it's pretty cool because it has kind of a dual hand piece. So you can go deeper to stimulate that collagen and everything. And then the top one actually helps with like pigmentation, pore size, um, things like that. So, um, you know, something like that, uh, obviously anything 
super intense, you know, you're probably not needing at that age, but um, those would be really good preventative, you know, procedures just to kind of work on pigmentation, pore size, things that will only kind of get harder to work on the older you get. Um, and then microneedling. I want to try that now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm calling Carrie Hayes right after this to make my appointment. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. What? Yeah. Pore size. Like, I feel like sometimes my pores are so big. Is there anything that you can do about that? Just lasers or? Well, the, I I will say that the clear and brilliant and microneedling are probably going to be the things that are going to help the most. Can we just like completely change our pore size? Absolutely not. Our pores kind of are our pores. There are things that can make them appear a little bit more closed off and, you know, kind of work on that through, um, you know, tightening and stuff. Um, Products, of course, you know, clear out debris with like salicylic acid or TCA kind of helps them tighten. But unfortunately, that's just something no one has quite figured out yet. Uh, Pores just are kind of pores. They stretch as we get older. So we kind of notice them possibly you know see me more but the more you get them cleaned out honestly and facials too and you know how I am with extractions um the oh, less I they're gonna it. stretch you know yeah so the less they're gonna keep stretching you know if they just keep filling with debris so you know it still can help to use products like salicylic TCA you know certain acids that kind of have that ability to um clear them out you know and and kind of give that tightening effect to the skin And another thing, too, is making sure that, you know, like, as kind of we were talking about earlier, that people aren't overstripping their skin or kind of overdoing it, because that can actually make you produce more oil, like using super stripping cleansers or, you know, things high in sodium lauryl sulfite that like foam or gel up, which is why I often usually recommend like a creamy cleanser to someone to keep that pH neutral, even with oily skin. A lot of times the skin can't, um, it mistakes oil for moisture um, because it can't really give you more moisture. So if it thinks you need moisture and you're stripped, it wants to produce more oil, which could then also kind of make those pores feel like they're popping a little bit. So yeah, we just want to keep stuff as pH neutral as possible. Right. I started having skin problems, I think like in my early 20s for the first time ever. And I was just using all of these harsh foaming cleansers and um, you know, all the salicylic acid and just like overdoing it. And my skin was so irritated, so dry. Like it never so... has a chance to catch up. It's like, yeah, what do you want from me. Right. <laughs> it's like, give us a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. One thing I really want to talk about is women shaving their face. It's something oh, that yes. Carrie Hayes always promotes. Talk to us yes. about that a little bit. So, um, Dermaplaning, um, shaving your face, it's its all, you know, very, it's the same thing. A blade is a blade is a blade. So um, shaving your face is amazing. First of all, it just looks nice. Your makeup goes on smooth, like everything feels good. Um, no little peach fuzzes, um, you know, so that's the most like superficial version of it. Um, but to get into why it really matters, you know, we are scraping that skin so then we're also opening the floodgates for these products that we are spending a little money on you know our retinoids our vitamin c's those are made to work at a cellular level so this is going to help kind of pull those products into the skin um, and they're not going to have to kind of fight through that top dead dull layer of skin because you're exfoliating it um so that's super important and then honestly um every time you touch that blade to your face when we're exfoliating whether it's with like And honestly, this is with like acids or with a scrub or 
dermaplaning, um, you're really making a controlled injury to the skin. And that is actually what stimulates our collagen and elastin. Like we're like superheroes. If we get messed up, our skin actually wants to repair itself. And that's how we make brand new skin. Um, however, if we never touch it, it's just going to kind of go at that rate and slow down year after year, like we were talking about. Um, you know, so we kind of have to rough it up to make it work. And again, that kind of goes back to working out, right? Like you got to kind of like tear those muscles for them to like grow and build. Um, it's the same thing. We want to make microscopic, teeny tiny controlled injuries to the skin. And then it in turn will heal itself and then kind of plump back up and tighten back up. That's so interesting. That was the first time I had ever heard about that when I started coming to you. And I just thought it was, I was like, wow. And because if you think about it, men shave their face every day. And right. a lot of men look younger when they get older compared to exactly. women their age, you know? Yeah. A lot of times you'll see them age through those crow's feet in the forehead, um, but stay pretty tight through that jaw. And it's, I mean, they're shaving a few times a week minimum, you know, usually if they're, mm -hmm. you know, doing that. So it does that collagen elastin is constantly stimulating. So it's just staying tighter there versus a woman. Um, and to debunk, just if anyone is listening and concerned about this, it will not make you grow a beard. That's hormonal. If any like hairs or anything were to come through, that's just a hormonal thing. Um, these are vellus hairs that we save off those little blonde peach fuzz. Um, they're actually physically impossible for changing shape um, from a depilatory service like that. So really no harm, no foul. You might just notice that if you don't do it for a while, you look a little fuzzy in, in the middle, you know, if you um, catch the sunlight or something, but that's just mm -hmm. your hair growing back as is. It's not more, it's not in a different form. Like it's just doing what it does. Yeah. All right, people. So you heard it here. Shave your face. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And it makes you want to shave it more because <laughs> yes. then you're like, oh, I don't like that. So, um, but it's honestly so easy. Like I use oftentimes like little blue Gillette razors, like you don't want a moisture strip. Um, so no like Venus or anything that can just harbor bacteria. That's the last thing we want on our face. So just something really simple, single or double blade, um, you know, a little pad sign, just make sure there's no, um, you know, gunk on the end of it. Um, and I just like to use the disposables, honestly, because then you can just mm -hmm. use them once and throw them away, you know, shave it right. once a week, you know, make it your Sunday thing um, or something like that. Yeah. And then you use your cleanser, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So um, I always like to to shave with a creamy cleanser. Um, it just keeps the skin way less irritated. Um, seems to help a lot. Like if, you know, like sometimes not doing it, like I've heard people, you know, break out and stuff and it's because it's just irritated i mean you don't shave your legs dry yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so it's just like you're automatically gonna feel like you have razor burn so why are you just gonna go out your face dry you know it's like just put a little slip um you're still getting off all of those hairs and stuff so um and it just makes it good to do at home and you know professional dermaplaning like with a scalpel and stuff you know is is great it's just not attainable to do as often so the more that you can still use a blade to take hair off your face um again like the better re results you're gonna have because you're again with that consistency kind of like the retinol yeah um okay so skincare is more than just what you put on your face so what are some supplements or food that you would recommend adding to our diets um absolutely so um as far as supplements it's, it's pretty wild how much the um gut health affects the face. Um, we can actually see through facial mapping that, you know, like our colon and our bowels and things are like showing through our cheeks and, and 
forehead for processing and metabolizing the chin area for um, hormones, you know, things like that. So it's pretty fascinating. Um, and a lot of times those are actually like trigger signs, but something's going on, maybe you have a sensitivity to something, you know, things like that, um, which is a good way to kind of tell and possibly get you to someone who can test for that. Um, but we do always recommend a really good probiotic because it has helps you break down all those things and just kind of help that whole process run smoothly. And when that's running smoothly, um, you know, usually our face is kind of staying clear um, when we're breaking down and processing foods properly. Um, the other thing is omega-3s. Those are your, um, you know, those fatty acids. Um, and they're so good because they actually have um, just some properties that can kind of, you know, help uh, with inflammation and things like that. So, um, you know, it's like, oftentimes when a gut is inflamed, we can kind of see it through the face, right? Um, so both of those are two really good supplements, um, just kind of get it going and then just kind of help, you know, reduce um, irritation and inflammation. And, and then as far as foods, dairy, gluten, sugar, honestly, are um, all the good things. <laughs> Literally all the good things. Um, you know, we do know those can cause inflammation. Uh, some people process them better than others. Some people don't. Um, so, you know, just be mindful of those things. I always tell people, like, if you are experiencing breakouts through your cheeks or anything like that, you know, that's digestive, like, remember what you did eat. You know, if you just ate pizza, like, three days in a row and, like, drank sodas, like, you, your body probably is not very happy with you. Um, yeah. Personally, I... um try to eat as like a lot of uh, unprocessed foods, you know, as much as I can. As I, I love mm -hmm. cheese, obviously, but I'm trying to cut back on that as well. Um, but, you know, it's just the more foods we can get that are whole uh, so we mm -hmm. can truly get their nutrients, you know, it's, it's going to fuel our body, you know, antioxidants, things like that from the inside out to, um, mm -hmm. you know, proteins, things that can, can strengthen. Um, and really, it's just things without a bunch of junk in it or not overly processed or, um, natural. I mean, that's what your body wants to digest naturally. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think just keeping it simple and as clean as possible. Yeah, really. And I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't splurge or have things, you know, but especially if you're dealing with issues with your skin, very much pay attention to what you maybe had the week before, you know, as it's kind of purging out and things like that. But obviously, the cleaner, the better. Uh, and the more you're going to notice that, you know, in, in, in your skin and, and just even your complexion, even if you're not having um, breakouts or anything, I mean, it's just going to like smooth out your complexion as well. Oh yeah. And you'll start to glow literally. It's amazing. Like I can always tell when my diet is be like when I've been really clean, it's like, I can tell because my skin is seriously glowy. Oh um, yeah. No Koji pads needed. <laughs> right. Do love the Koji pads. So. Oh yeah. Well, they're always needed, but you know, it's, it's good <laughs> to find that internal glow for sure. And it is, you just feel better. Everything's better. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so summer is coming up and I wanted to get your thoughts on the best sunscreen that won't break you out. Because I've actually been having a hard time with sunscreen, not because it's breaking me out, but um, sunscreen that like peels whenever I put makeup on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are honestly like a few different, um, types that I like. Um, and, and I think some of it too has to do with, um, what's kind of underneath, you know, a lot of times if there is a lot of product underneath it will kind of peel on top of it. Um, but there's a few that I've really been enjoying. Um, Elta MD, 
is just one of my like go-tos. Um, most people seem to do really well with it. Um, they have so many different types of sunscreens. Um, they're UV clear, you know, all, but mostly all of them are oil free. So they're not going to add that oil, you know, plus the heat and stuff to mm-hmm. kind of clog you up a lot and make you break out. Um, but, um, and a lot of them are actually made for kind of acne prone skin. They have niacinamide and things that are actually going to help kind of reduce that inflammation and irritation. So looking for products that kind of have those in there. Um, and, uh, and sunscreen is something I, that is maybe I meant to add on my list of splurges, get good sunscreen. I, if you can't read anything that's on those labels, like you are just putting awful things in your skin and it's doing nothing. So zinc and titanium, you have to see those you have to see those in a pretty high dose for it to be anything even worth buying. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I do like the Elta. They have a lot of different versions um, and a lot of them, I don't seem to, like, I don't seem to, to notice them, um, you know, filling up. Um, Color Science has been one of my new favorite things. They have this, um, it's called Sun Forgettable Total Protection Face Shield and it's called Flex. Um, it's actually, they have like a few different tones and it starts out white and then it actually adapts to your skin tone as you rub it in. But it's mineral, it's broad spectrum. Um, and it's amazing because it's almost like a makeup, um, but it's not heavy. You know, it's not going to give, it's it's going to be more coverage than like the Elta MD or something, you know, but it's almost kind of like a mid coverage where it doesn't feel like a foundation. Um, and I love it. I I honestly mix a little bit of it in with like my Intella shade or something just because I like it a little bit creamier. I hate wearing foundation or anything that like feels like it. And I feel like I just need a tiny bit more moisture. So I'll kind of play with it. Um, but it's really good. And the other thing that they have, which I know that um um goop has these two, um, is or super goop, um the little shaker sticks that are pure mineral. So that's always an option to kind of dust that over, um, which is really good for reapplication as well. Um, it's almost like a just a mineral powder, you know, just think like bare minerals 2.0, a little shaker stick. So I always have one of those in my purse, especially if I'm out of the pool or something and I don't want to keep putting the stickiness, you know, all over my face. Um, that's a great option too, to avoid, you know, anything. Yes. Absolutely. And um, Carrie actually has one that I love too, that um, it's called Sunshade Complete. And it almost has like a, um, it almost has a silicone feel to it, almost like a primer, if you will. It has a slight tint to it, but something like that's really lovely on people that, you know, have some oils in their skin uh, as well. And it doesn't feel sticky or, you know, too creamy um, to where it feels like, you know, you're going to sweat and it's going to like slide off your face or anything. Um, so yeah, that one's called Sunshade Complete and that's a, uh, Carrie Hayes product and it's, it's really lovely too. Like I said, if you kind of want almost that primer feel, um, which a lot of people I, I think like that, um, have a little excess oil, it just kind of feels like it sucks it in. Yeah. Those are all great recommendations. I've only, I've only tried the Elta MD, um, yeah. so I'll have to check out the others. For sure. Yeah. And it's just a great kind of universal one at a good price point for sure. So. Yeah. Um, well, this has been so amazing. Um, we just like to end the podcast with two questions. So just have two Absolutely. more for you. 
Um, The first is what's a mantra that you're living by right now? It can be a mantra or an affirmation or just a little saying that's um, been on your mind lately. Yeah, honestly, like very much like you are enough. This industry and world and things that we're just constantly comparing ourselves to others and stuff like I got in this industry to make people feel beautiful in their own skin and, you know, just like you're enough how you are, you know, you don't have to be anyone else. You just have to want to take care of you. And um, that's enough. I love that. I, I go back mm-hmm. to that one over and over again. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, it's, it's a good like one. one of those, you want to like write <laughs> it down and stick it on a note in your bathroom every morning or something. Yeah, I know. It's just, you're enough exactly where you are, how you are, where you're at in life, what you look like. I think that's just such an important reminder. Absolutely. Um, And then we like to end each episode with a would you rather question. So (laughs) this week's is would you rather have unlimited Botox or unlimited facials? Ooh, facials. (laughs) Facials. Facials. Um, I mean, I love me some Botox. I'm not going to lie. But that's actually such a great question and where I feel like a lot of people get stuck I know so many people that just come in for Botox all the time and they don't give a lick about their skin. When your skin's healthy, it's going to keep that longer. You know, you're not going to get it. You have to get it as often, you know, because you're feeling it with the things that it needs. So to me, it starts with healthy skin before it starts with, you know, kind of a cosmetic procedure to that skin. So I think I got to go with facials, girl. Um, But I love Botox. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I do too. I'm. I, yeah. That's a tough one, but I'm with you on that. I think addressing the kind of root of the problem versus just covering yeah. it up is so important. So I'm going to go with unlimited facials at Carrie Hayes. <laughs> that's right, girl. Hey, I like it. Uh, well, Kendall, thank you so much. I always love talking with you, and I think that you've just oh, had some great you. advice, and I can't wait to share this episode. Yes. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was great. And you are just a doll and I'm glad I could share a few things with you. Yeah. Well, I'm due for my spring facial, so I will hopefully see you very soon. (laughs) Perfect. I can't wait, girl.